All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today at The Natural Show. Us conservatives believe in limited government, personal responsibility, free markets, and a strong national defense. We also believe in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, including the... here at The Nacho Show. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, looks like the system is... Uh, failing but we'll go ahead and get the show started i don't know man it looks like we're having some technical difficulties here with uh uh, Streamyard. I definitely am going to send them an email and see what's going on. But hey, thank you so much for being at the Nacho Show today. And uh, I, before we we move forward with the rest, I want to let you know that this November, uh, November 11 and 12. No, sorry, November 12 and 13, we have something that is called the Red Pill Expo. Uh, just to uh, make sure that you go to RedPillExpo.com in order. For you to be able to buy tickets and if you're doing so uh, don't forget to add uh, the code nacho in order for you to buy discounted tickets i think it's like 10 percent discount so um so yeah remember redpillexpo.com uh this november uh, november 12 and 13 in salt lake city it's going to be fantastic there will be uh, a lot of speakers there um, and I don't know if you guys remember um, this book called *The Creature of Jackal Island*. Uh, the actual writer of this book will be there. Uh, he's the organizer of this Red Pill Expo, uh, and uh, he has invited uh, a lot of speakers um, uh, for you guys to enjoy. Uh, just don't forget RedPillExpo.com, November 12 and 13. And don't forget to use the coupon code NACHO for a discounted ticket. I'm just going to leave that here uh, running. And uh, today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, his name is Kish North. Uh, how are you today, Kish? Fantastic, NACHO. How are you, my friend? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. Well, it, it looks like you have uh, moved up the ranks of your family. So I, I salute you for that. Thank you, sir. <laughs> That is fantastic. I want to let you guys know that uh, Kish North, he is, uh, and maybe you can clear that up for me. Um, he is in charge of uh, an organization called Utah Patriots. And um, uh, you guys can also find them on my website. I added the, the Utah Patriots as a, 
partners. Uh, we are in, in partnership uh, to defend the uh, freedom of speech and uh, of freedom, uh, you know, um, uh, here in America. And uh, it is definitely a pleasure to uh, to partner up with them. So, so yeah. Uh, Kish, uh, let's go ahead and hear more about Utah Patriots. Uh, what is it that you guys do? Uh, and when, when did you start uh, this uh, awesome organization now? Great. I appreciate the opportunity to come on here. Um, many people know the story, but it kind of organically grew um, when uh, Black Lives Matter Antifa came out mm -hmm. uh, several years back, almost three years now. They came out in force to uh, loot, riot, and steal and hurt people. Um, mm. Those are facts, right? Because we've seen it yeah. the way from Portland all the way to Minnesota. Uh, it continues today. Um, we went out, when I say we, I think just Utahns went out in general. Um, a lot of people sprouted up, right? A lot of groups came out. A lot of people came out. A lot of ex-military guys came out. Just people that liked their, their city and their state. And what happened, it kind of organically grew from, from that when, um, I mean, you've got UCA that got involved. And they grew quite quickly. Um, just people like that grew. We went out and, and I decided to just start after Ken Dudley got shot in Provo. Mm -hmm. matter, shot him through his vehicle and it, we just kind of got going and suited and booted and went out in force with a lot of people to help protect buildings uh, stand in uh, unity with our police our men and women in blue and uh -huh. uh, you know we actually have more power to defend our community than the police department believe it or not mm, wow we, we found that uh uh, happened when we learned more about um, the mayor in Salt Lake City, uh, Mendenhall, mm -hmm. and how she shackled and uh, hogtized the men and women in blue um, and won't let them police the community. Um, and we heard it from them on the ground. The police department was like, hey, we've been in situations where the police looked at BLM and said, hey, uh, you know, BLM says, have you had enough? And the, the cops say, well, we haven't had enough, but they might have. So you could deal with those guys, basically, right? So, wow. cool. um, yeah, because Mendenhall, do you know, and I could talk for hours, but do you know the average lawsuit that came in downtown Salt Lake, and don't quote me exactly, but it was in the millions with double digits, meaning 10 million plus. The average lawsuit that is filed against a police department, against Black Lives Matter or someone like that that claims that it was mishandle or something is over $10 million. Dang. So that can bankrupt the community pretty quickly, right? So all of a sudden, Mendenhall tells the police department to kind of tone it down, things like that. I have been in situations where the police have couldn't do anything. They did uh -huh. nothing. Um, when, when by rights, they should have protected themselves. I've seen Black Lives Matter push police officers, spit in their faces, and the officers did nothing. And uh, what is the reason? Well, in previous episodes, I, I had um, a, a very fine gentleman uh, that you introduced to me. Um, uh, he is uh, uh, running for Salt Lake, um, Salt Lake County um, Sheriff, and he, he's got great experience. And uh, yeah, we, we talked a little bit uh, about that. But what is the reason why 
what's the reason behind of the police force not uh, really not doing anything um, as far as uh, defending uh, defending themselves from being spit on and, and everything like that? Why do you think that would be? Their boss, over a hundred, over a hundred police officers quit. Another hundred plus or minus threatened to quit. And um, Mayor Mendenhall increased their pay substantially to stay. So she coerced them with money to stay in the community and police. They were about to lose over 200 officers. Wow. So, um, you know, the officers carry, you know, their vests and they've got their, their belts and they've got equipment on their belts to defend themselves. Well, when those items and auxiliary items on a belt start to get removed and you can't use them anymore, um, you, you're, you're removing the ability of the police to police. Uh -huh. We've had officers move from one community to another, hypothetically, let's use uh, West Jordan. We've had uh -huh. officers move from West Jordan to Cottonwood Heights because the chief of police at Cottonwood Heights lets police officers police the community. And I'm not saying they, they use extra force or anything, but they let them police the community. We see it on a national mm -hmm. level, Nacho. We see yeah. where they arrest people and they're, they arrest them, they book them. Within hours, they're out again. We're talking people that maim, hurt, murder. I mean, we see this and they let them out of jail wow we see it's it like I mean, I'm not catch and release you see it right so got a problem with that the community should have a problem with that wow and uh gosh well i i really well that's something that i don't understand you know i, I mean i don't know what type of uh agenda they're uh, they're following um i i really don't because uh, it is a lack of common sense that uh, to see that the police uh, are not doing anything in regards of the violence in regards of uh, uh, the uh, the abuse um and uh, and just like you said you know I, that totally makes sense that uh, uh the police officers have quit their jobs because of the bad handling of uh, um of these actions um of the police yeah. force yeah and i want to be clear I support our men and women in blue. Of course. I blame our men and women in blue. Are there bad apples in the bunch? There's bad apples in every job, every community, every church group. There is. But for the majority of our police officers, they're good people. And they need the support and the love from the community. Uh -huh. The problem is, is their bosses. Um, and that's where Nick Roberts came in, right? That's where I, I, I support Nick. I support what he's doing. I support his goals, his aspirations, what he's trying to do to change the sheriff's department, what it should be, right? There should be a pecking order. We should be able to, as a community, right now, I believe, you go to the community and you have a problem with a police department, you have no one to go to. What are you going to go to, Mayor Mendenhall? <laughs> you can't go to Mayor Mendenhall and complain about a police officer because she backs up the police officers if, if there's a bad apple. If there's uh -huh. a sheriff's department up and above that, so it goes... You know, I can go complain to the sheriff's department so they can go investigate somebody else. And whether it's a governor or mm. a senator or a 
someone doing fraudulent activities in elections. I've got no one to go to today. The public has no one to go to. Bill, police department's hands are tied. What are they going to do? Go to the mayor Manor hall again? No, it's not going to happen. Nick Roberts wants to put the sheriff's department back to where they belong. And I support mm -hmm. that. But back to your original question, when Utah Patriots spread it up, we spread it up. We would go out every time. We, we knew exactly what the BLM was doing in Antipa. We had some inside track through some other groups. Mm -hmm. You see and other people on how we how the bad actors were playing out. And our goal was to stifle them, to let them know that the community will not let them roam the streets mm -hmm. unfettered, not watched. And that's what we did. And every time they went out, we went out. And it got uh, right. did it get hairy sometimes, sure. But you know what? They knew that we were watching them. Not that the police weren't, but they knew that the, we could do more than the police would do, could do, not would do, could do. So that's what happened. <laughs> Black Lives Matter died down. BLM died down. Uh, Antifa's still roaming around. Um, the head of uh, Black Lives Matter left. Uh, forget her name. I'm glad I forget her name anyway. Yeah. She left the community. Um, and what happened was we weren't going anywhere. My wife and I sat down and, and really, I, yeah, I came up with utahpatriots.com and mm -hmm. manage all the events, but it's made up of good people. Of course. Anyone can be a Utah patriot. It's, there's no membership involved. There's nothing like that. It's just when we do events, we go under utahpatriots.com. We go do it. We've got a website. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. we, so now we've done fundraisers for the police department when the police got shot down in Salt Lake City. I mean, we do uh, barbecues. We do fundraisers for Jen and Sophie that are doing election integrity. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, we've done events. Uh, we're on our third annual canned food drive for the Calvary Chapel at Christmas time. I mean, the list goes on of the things we do. Um, we just want to be active in the community. We just want to help the community. That's mm -hmm. what we're doing right now. That's awesome. So I have another quick question for you. Um, and, and I don't know, and I, I don't know, and I don't, I don't think I remember very well uh, when when the Antifa and, and Black, like, Black Lives Matter, well, the BLM riots were going on. Um, uh, it is my understanding, and you you can maybe clarify this for me. Um, I, I think there there was a, like a, a militia type of uh, uh, type of group. I don't know if it was with uh, Utah Patriots or um, because I remember and I was part of that group. I think it was a uh, Utah Defense something. I, I don't remember. Uh, well, let, let, let me clarify something. The word uh, militia uh, uh -huh. that's thrown around very loosely. Okay. Uh, you look up a militia in the state of Utah. You've got to go by specific guidelines and whatnot. Uh -huh. uh, I run what is called Utah Patriots Rapid Response Team. Oh, okay. It's not a militia. It's okay. Uh, All right. You've got UCA. They're not a militia. Uh, okay. There's, I believe, one one in Utah that I know called CMU. They're a, a registered militia group. Uh -huh. Registered with the state of Utah. Um, good people. Um, I believe the caveat is with a militia, you can't be politically driven at all. You can't public your publicize your political views and whatnot. Uh -huh. I'm very much make America great again. Of uh, course. Support Donald Trump. I mean, so uh, we're not a militia. We don't go do, doing that. We do 
multiple facets, multiply pronged approach, right? But we do okay. have a rapid response team. We do training monthly. We do uh, tactical training. We also do food storage training, right? Oh, cool. People have to do food storage and be prepping that way and stuff like that. Um, all different things. I'll give you an example. The fire broke out in Tula a couple months back. So mm -hmm. fire. The rapid response team got together. We've got some guys in Tula and Sam Owens got involved and said, hey, I live out here. Uh, let's let's get some food ready. So we immediately put out to our base group of Utah Patriots mm -hmm. and people donated food. They donated water. And within hours, went to church that Sunday. Uh, the church came together. Uh, some of the men in the, in the men's quorum uh, showed up on Sunday morning. We got 60 plus cases of water. Wow. We got 25 pizzas and we drove down. Sam got in touch with the uh, fire chief. We met them specifically, took all that to them and, you know, took care of the, the mm -hmm. guys and the girls on the ground in the helicopters, right? Now, I don't tell you that to brag. I tell you, you ask me what we do. Yeah. We want to be ready for this stuff, right? Because sometimes the community and our public community, our government community, is slow to respond, right? We've seen that for mm -hmm. decades, right? Yeah. They're very slow to respond. Um, you've got great efforts in uh, local churches here, uh, multiple churches that, that reach out. So that's what we do, and that's what we're available for. want to try to, to be here, and that's what we're trying to grow mm -hmm. into. It's small. Um, it we've, we vet people in the response team because I want to be sure that if I happen to respond to an event, arrived mm -hmm. or i respond to right natural disaster that people have my back i know who i'm working with it's just uh -huh. for everybody right so i have a quick question for you so in, in the case of a riot because uh, as i was mentioning before in the previous episode with uh, um uh, with the the, the candidate candidate for sheriff that that moment that i saw the riot in salt lake city i was pissed I was very, very mad, and I was about to uh, just leave my family here at home and head down to down down to Salt Lake City and stand up to those fools. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do, but I was like, you know, I mean, like, who's it going to be? Just myself, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who else we you know would come with me or, or you know to to try to stop this. Um, and, uh, I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know, you know, what to do in that moment. So, so in, in cases of riots, um, it, it, so is, is that something that, um, that you guys would, uh, would respond to if something like that arises? Um, I'm hesitating because I want to be careful of my language. Of course. Of course. Word it this way. I want to protect my family mm -hmm. and I want to protect my neighbors. And I consider any Patriot person that loves America, loves their country and their community that I would protect them. Hence, why do, why do I, why do people uphold this, the second amendment and carry daily, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. not only for their safety, it's for the public safety, right? That's the great thing about Utah with the Second Amendment, right? That's the great thing. Mm -hmm. People can, can legally carry to protect themselves and the community. Mm -hmm. um, will, I, will I let people loot, burn, and steal? No. 
I, I, I won't. If I'm out there alone, I'm going to go out there, right? That's what yeah. patriotism is. I mean, I will obviously, we do connect with all law enforcement on the ground. It's not like we're going to be rogue and go in there and do that. Whenever we've gone out there, typically when it's a large publicized event by BLM or Antifa, we're in mm -hmm. touch with the local police department or okay or you know highway patrol or sheriffs or whoever it is they know who we are we know who they are and we do not want to invade their space we don't step on what they do where here's a support role you know mm -hmm. um but, uh, blm had everyone hoodwinked we know that look, <laughs> look at what's just come out the hundreds of millions of dollars that people gave to them and now the facts come out are they buying homes yeah even even ugly hollywood has come out and said oh what the hell just happened here <laughs> what happened here you know even that's happened so they had everyone well not everyone but most people fooled yeah. and people still follow them blindly it's a foolish aspiration to think BLM means something. So does white lives matter. So does Spanish lives matter. So does mm -hmm. Israeli, so does Jews. Every life matters. Hence why we're here. Every life matters. There should not be any letters before lives matter. There should be no zero. It's everyone's life matters. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. And uh, well, I mean, I, I admire what you guys do, seriously. And uh, uh, please count me in, uh, you know, on, on anything that, um, on any efforts, on, on anything that, you know, that, that you guys are doing. Uh, because uh, uh, my, my perspectives about America are uh, in alignment with yours. Um, I, I really uh, want to protect this country, and, and which is what I did, you know, when when I was sworn in as a as a citizen uh, of the United States of America, and um, yeah, it, it's something that 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 I'm also embarked here. Uh, so anyway, well, we'll go ahead and go to a commercial break. Hopefully, I don't run into technical issues like <laughs> like in the beginning. Um, and then uh, we will be right back. And remember, this is the Nacho Show. As a small business owner, you know that having a website is crucial to your success. But what you may not know is that designing and developing a website can be expensive. That's where Solidify Web comes in. Solidify Web offers affordable website design and development that will produce a website that is clean and tailored to fit your business needs. Plus, we offer search engine optimization services to help you obtain top rankings for your desired search terms, driving qualified leads to your site. Creating a website for your business is one of the most important things you can do in today's economy. Your website is your storefront and first impression for many potential customers. It is crucial that you have a clean, fresh, and well-designed website that represents your business the best way possible. We can create a stunning website for you that is both easy to use and navigate and ranks high in search engines. Contact us today to learn more about how we can help you take your business to the next level.
Nacho Nacho Graphics is a All professional right. graphic like design company again. that offers. Un- uh, thank you for being here at the Nacho Show, and uh, we have here my friend uh, Kish North. Um, and uh, well, um, I, I just I, I I changed my hat. There you go. Because I, <laughs> I, I wanted to be in tune with yours as well. So hey, I'll tell you a quick story. So um, one of my friends gave me jazz tickets for last night. Uh huh. And I don't like the jazz. <laughs> uh, what is the game? I took my son and um, I wore my hat and I wore a uh, a cool jacket that I have. Uh-huh. And, um, I get a text message from one of my my guys on my team who is a jazz fan and a Utah University fan, right? Uh-huh. He says, uh, I, I just text him actually first and say, hey, do you happen to be at the jazz game? He said, yeah. I said, where are you? And he goes, I'm in a section such and such. He was above me and I was here. I'm like, oh man. So I look up, he's got the same hat on. It <laughs> <laughs> was the same hat on. He's got, let's go brand a jacket on. So it was kind of funny. We're both in the audience with two red hats on. But, you know, to tell you how woke our community is, uh, yeah. the military walks in last night with the flag and the crowd is pretty good. They almost all, everyone stood up. But the players from the Houston Rockets and the Jazz, all of them but one, didn't have their hand over their heart. They oh, wow. stood there, hands behind their back. One of the, one team player out of both teams respectfully had his hand over his heart. That's how woke we've become as a community. That's what the Black Lives Matter movement created in three years mm-hmm. can you believe mm-hmm. that disgusting wow that's very disgusting and uh well i mean it, it is part of a plan i mean yeah. what can i say it is part of a plan and and i don't know if, if you have listened to my episodes um the prior um i had um a guest uh her name is she van fleet and uh, she is an immigrant from china And uh, she mentioned that everything that is going on right now in in America, uh, the cancel culture, the BLM, the Antifa stuff, everything, it's an exact replica of how Mao Zedong was actually orchestrating everything in order to turn China into communism. And she was there. She was there. She came in, she came into America when, when she was like, um, 18 or 20 years old or something like that. And, uh, she witnessed everything. Um, and, uh, she compares it. And now I had another, another guest, uh, in previous episodes, uh, he's from Venezuela and he was mentioning exactly the same thing. So what does this tell you? This definitely is being orchestrated by somebody that, that is trying to turn the United States of America and, into garbage and destroy our culture uh, you know what and i'm gonna tell you something you know i, I mean you, you are married to a hispanic obviously um and you know I, I was born and raised in mexico i came to america because of the culture i really love this culture so much uh and then when i hear blm people that america has no culture i'm like what the heck are you talking about you know, the, uh, America has 
it's a mixture of cultures. I mean, it's a it's mixed into one. And uh, I will defend that culture, you know, with, with uh, all, you know, with everything I have, you know, uh, to, to keep that, that culture. And um, <clears throat> you and I have something, you know, right here, make America great again. America, America is still great. However, right now, how things are going is not so great. Uh, our our president, uh, uh, our president is really allowing the CCP to infiltrate and uh, really um, destroying everything that we have. Sorry, you were. Well, going to you said that you got the CCP, you got the United Nations involved now. Oh yeah. Um, and, and as much as I, I like Donald Trump as a president, we cannot count on Donald Trump. Donald Trump's one man. Mm -hmm. I think what he created though was a great movement. Yeah. And I'm hoping and praying that this movement will continue because I think we've been, people call us conspiracy theorists, <laughs> but we've been right. That's the problem. You're, you're no longer a conspiracy theorist if you're right. Yeah. Right? Everything that we've been conspiring about is, is coming about. And we are, America is like frogs in a pot. We've been cooking ever so slowly. And General Flynn was out here a year year plus ago. We did security mm -hmm. when he came in, but he said a quote. He goes, um, he, he gave a couple of things, but one was, you have to fight in your own backyard. You can't yeah. fight on the federal level. You got to fight in your own backyard. So we're trying to do that. But you know, this will stop when the people say it stops. That's the only time it'll stop. Yeah. Donald Trump says it stops, but he needs the people. We the people. So Donald Trump will come and go. Yeah. don't even know he's going to come in again, right? He claims he is, but we can hypothecate all we want, whether he's going to back DeSantis or whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What matters is the people need to show up. And I think I really truly in my heart of hearts believes that it, there will be a war again. There'll be some kind of rising up that'll have to take place. Um, unfortunately, right now, I could never identify what that is or who it is because there's no face behind the evil. The one mm -hmm. the new world order, what they want to do, they, they want to remove all currency, right? We know that. Mm -hmm. Last night at the jazz game, I couldn't pay cash for anything. Nothing. Really? Everything's wow. electronic. Everything. So I go to places now and they won't take cash. So currency is all going to be eliminated, is what they're trying to do. eliminate cash. That way they can control the electronic portion of this. Well, we saw what happened in Canada when Brian Brasi went up and did all those things in Canada and people went and donated money to the truckers. The Canadian government mm -hmm. went and took your money from your bank account. Wow. Where, where's the freedom? That's incredible. There's a small portion of us, there really is, that will actually do what we do. And there's more than just me, but there's a lot of Utahns. There's some Utahns, groups that are willing to get out there and go on the front line. But there's not enough. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere near enough. You know, there's not near, near enough to say no to Governor Cox and Mitt Romney and Henderson and all these miscreants that are doing so much evil in Utah. They're turning Utah into this woke state. That's a problem. And yeah. If the people don't get out of their church pews and get out of their comfort zone, 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be too late. I, part of me thinks it's already too late, right? It's really late. We're late coming to the game. Unless you have, and it's going to interlink here, unless you have a sheriff's department that I can take these complaints and the sheriff's department will then investigate, nothing will get done. It won't. It won't get mm-hmm. done. You can do all the fundraisers you want. You can complain all you want. You can go on social media all you want. There's so many keyboard warriors, and there's very few people that are willing to go out and fight. Truly stand up and fight. Right. And that's exactly well, <clears throat> you know, I me having a podcast, um, uh, it's it's one of those things uh, that I, uh, as far as I can, I can do, you know, to contribute uh, to the fight. Um, uh, yeah, you know, talk is cheap. You, you you can say that, but I mean, at, at least uh, um, I, I'm trying to persuade uh, uh, my audience to um, at least uh, uh, to think a, a little bit more, a little bit different, you know, uh, from what it has been exposed uh, from the media. Um, and, uh, but I, I, I'm just so buried, you know, with my life and, you know, my, what I do and everything like that, um, that, you know, like a, a podcast is something that, that I can definitely do, you know, no, and please don't take that. When I say keyboard warriors, I mean, these Facebook and these Instagram <laughs> people just text away. Yeah. Those damn people, they're nuts. And I'm like, really? Well, when's the last time you came to an event? When's the last time we did a podcast like you and trying to influence people? You're an influencer. That's a great thing. But we do events. I mean, the events we try to put together in Utah, crickets. People don't show up. They just don't show up. And that's so disappointing with the time and the effort and the money people put into doing this. Like um, this Red Pill Expo. I hope it goes over great. But we did Mm -hmm. an expo – We tried to do expos. They tried to do one this year. Couldn't sell enough tickets. Um, It's Mm. cost prohibited sometimes. And especially now, I mean, that red pill, I think I looked at it because they asked me if I wanted to put a a booth there, right? Well, Mm -hmm. I I don't make money at this. This is a personal thing. I don't have $500 to put up a booth. doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, and then I, I, I do barbecues and do things like that. The only way you get people out is give them free food. That's unfortunate, <laughs> right? Yeah, it works. That's the Utah way, right? <laughs> green jello with some carrots in it, and they'll show up and eat, right? <laughs> um, it's hard to get thousands of people to stand up and do this. Yeah. Pro-life, when uh, Roe versus Wade got overturned, right? That uh-huh. thing. We did an event. Without exaggeration, there wasn't 250 people. Okay. Oh, dang. The protesters outnumbered us three to one. Oh, my goodness. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. A satanic temple of Salt Lake City has done two events downtown Salt Lake, which the security team went to kind of witness and see what was going on. Not hundreds. Over a thousand people showed up. With wow. big black stallions, evil flags, it was incredibly done for an evil function. And wow. you couldn't get 200 people when they overturned something of the magnitude of Roe versus Wade, where millions of our innocent children get killed yearly. Millions, right? We're at 60 million now since this happened in count. And you couldn't get Utah, who is pro-Christian to show up in force. Wow. That shows you what's wrong with Utah. 
as the perfect epitome example, Nacho, of what the problem in Utah is. People think all is well in Zion. It's not well in Zion. Wow. Uh, there's so much there's so much work to do. Uh, a lot of work. Um, I, I don't know why I was not notified about the, the satanic event. Um, I, uh, next time, please let me know. Uh, <laughs> there's a telegram group that I have. Okay. For, there's a multiple ones, but one is very important group and it's just for posting. Okay. Events. I have it. And, um, I have to send it to you. It's an event page. Okay. So when I see a flyer on my social media, anywhere in social media, when I see a flyer, Nacho, I mm -hmm. put it here. And then it goes on my website. So I'm not telling you this so that, um, I mean, I get more people okay. there. It's just a place you subscribe to and you see events coming up there. Okay. And for you, there's only 500 people. So I'll have to send it to you later. You can post it up there. Sure. But sure. that's what it is. And we are very fractionalized here in Utah. You've got so many groups doing little things, which is wonderful, right? You got some people doing voter integrity. You got some people doing bills and legislative work. You got some people like me that just do events to motivate people to get involved, right? You've got all these different fractionalized groups. And it's really hard to put them together because we all have personalities, we all have egos. Yeah, and some of the groups are for profit, and some people are non profit, right? Mm -hmm. Some people do nothing. I, I've never done it for profit because there's no money in it, we, we, we lose money. Yeah, but something we love to do as a passionate family is to go out and do these things, right? Like last Friday, we went out there, and, and I'll give you another example. And if you need to cut me off, let me know, Nacho. No, that's right. Uh, Nick Roberts, uh, Goud, on. They're all running. They're all good conservative running people. Mm -hmm. So I put a posting out to, you know, I don't have a huge following, but 16, 1700 on Facebook, another 2000 on Instagram. Hey, who wants to come out and do a honk and flag waving for these three candidates? Redwood Road, 104th, let's be out there. Mm -hmm. 10 people. Yeah. 10 wow. people. Seven of them were my own guys in my group. The other three were just normal people. So it's like, okay, hold on. How serious are you on ushering someone in to take a seat that can help us? How serious are we as Utahns? We're not too serious if 10 people show up at all, in my opinion, right? And you know what people are going to say? Well, I got a job, and I work, and I got family, and I got Johnny's baseball. 100% agree. So do I. So <laughs> I get it. But out of tens of thousands of people, in Salt Lake County that want to get these people in, 10 people show up, that's a tough one to swallow. Yeah, it's a matter of priorities. And, and that's what uh, what I have experienced lately in my life, you know. Uh, it's just <clears throat> a matter of priorities. And uh, but one thing that I that I have seen lately a lot is comfortability. Like people get so comfortable in in their zone in their comfort zone that they um i don't know you, you have to really do something magnificent or getting into into people's minds in order for them to do something not sure if, if a policy doesn't affect your life you're not going to get involved typically right yeah <laughs> so 
So guess what happened with uh, South Georgia, uh, Jordan School District this past year? And I got, we, Utah Patriots got really involved in that with many others. They uh -huh. just increased our taxes, property yeah. taxes, 24%. Yeah, wow. Here we were, we were, we were about the same. An increase of 24%. What a bunch of miscreants these school board people are. I spoke at that place. I called them out. Do you know the heads of the school board, the head guys? They all make $135,000 a year to $250,000 a year across the board, and they got a 6% increase. Wow. So instead of them looking at their paychecks, they just jacked everyone up. So the seniors in the community, the people that are these condos, these seniors, they were there. They're almost in tears. They're like, how are we going to afford this? They didn't care. So because it didn't affect anyone outside of South Jordan School District or Jordan School District, mm -hmm. why would they show up? But it, it's a ripple effect. It affects our school district, then Alpine School District, and then all these other districts. They'll all go, hey, that was pretty easy. We'll just do the next one. <laughs> so we just got a 24% increase in our taxes. Food just went up easily by 35% from what I'm watching every time I go. Food's gone up 35%. Your pay didn't go up 35%. No one got a 35% increase in pay. If anything, if you're in sales like me or anything like that, you get mm -hmm. an increase in sales. People aren't buying what they used to buy. So your income is going down. The cost is going up. You got a president that's screwing the country and his administrator. And you said what's happening. This is a global effort to tear down the people and to yep. take it over. Communism, socialism is rampant. I know you're a God-fearing man. And I believe there's a higher power that is pushing this agenda. There's yes. a and it is a spiritual fight as much or more than any other fight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, there's a, a bigger agenda. And, and that's the same thing that I thought when, um, when, when the China virus uh, came into our lives uh, back in 2020, uh, I was, I had, you know, the, the, the big sense of is like, Gee, somebody somebody really wants to get rid of people here in, in the earth because that virus it was not natural. I mean, you've seen other viruses, you know, out there in the past that uh, there's you know, epidemies and, th and everything. Um, you know, people were trying to figure out what what those were, but now with the power of chemistry and engineering, uh, you can you can create viruses. And uh, obviously, when the information comes and and I don't uh, really consider this to be a conspiracy theory. Um, you know, there's a patent for the China virus. You know, it has a patent. And, uh, well, you and I know uh, whose name are in the board of that, um, you know, organization that created this virus. Um, you know, so. And it won't, you know, be, the it won't be the last virus. Right. It, it, it won't it, be the last one. They're already talking. They tried to put out. The monkey one, right? And they tried to Not do the monkey uh, pox. Yeah, polio <laughs> coming out of the sewers in New York that came out this year. Oh, and we're talking about another pathogen that's a huge death rate. I mean, um, scare tactics, control tactics. You got an election coming up here in two weeks. You got another one in eighteen months. Um, mm -hmm. If you think it was bad, it's going to get worse. They so are going to try to hold the people down, and unless we're willing to fight back. You're just going to be like China. You're just going to be a puppet. 
They want to control your money, your income. They want to tax you to death. They want to do all that. It, it's going to come to a head. There's no doubt it's going to come to a head. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just how many people are going to be there to fight it when the time comes. Okay. Right? Wow. Well, uh, gosh, I mean, I, I really do, don't know what to say. You know, the, the only thing that, that I can um, possibly say is that we need to protect ourselves. We yeah. really, we really need to be more conscious of what is going on. Uh, we cannot get too soaked up into so in the, the social media posts that we see every day. Uh, on on the stupid narratives and you know fall for that. I'll give you a couple, I'll give you some insight. Here's what I suggest you do. One, you become if you I don't care who you pray to, but become more dependent upon the higher power. Yeah. That's what I suggest. And it doesn't matter what religion to me, it doesn't. I, I love in our group we've got people from all different faiths. We've got agnostic, we've got Calvary Chapel, we've got EV Free, we've got Mormons, we've got everybody. Mm. And they're all good people, right? I think there's good people in all faiths. Let me preface it with that. I think you need to come one with God and get on your hands and knees more often. Two, I think you need to get your food storage. You need to get water. You need to get prepared that way. You mm. need to. We've been in Utah for 50 years, they've been preaching that. 60 years, they've been preaching that. There's a reason why. Four, I would learn how to manage and protect your family. Whatever that means to you, so be it. Mm -hmm. if it to get a gun, please get specific training for that weapon. If it just means a security system in your house, do that. Those are important things. Five, I would get within a community group. I would make sure you're with a tight-knit community group that is like-minded, that understands what you might believe in, meaning If you don't believe that you need to prep, then hang out with those people. I'm all good with that. Mm -hmm. You'll need to be prepared and prep. Hang out with that community. Get some good insight with that. That's really my counsel for that. And th there's mm -hmm. stuff coming. There, there's probably a diesel shortage coming in the next 10 days at least. Oh, wow. Fuel shortages. There's stuff going on. Uh, look what Biden is doing to the oil and what's going on. So those four or five things, I would counsel anyone to do that. Get with some like-minded people. That's what I say. But well, that's definitely a fantastic insight on and what on what we should be doing. Um, I definitely am working towards uh, you know some of those. You know, I I, I definitely am, and uh, I, I just want to say congratulations to you. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate what you have been doing uh, throughout all this all this time. Uh, and uh, you're a true patriot, and I, I salute you for everything that you've been doing. Thank you, Nacho, <laughs> and your, your, your followers. And I can be reached through my website at utahpatriots.com. Uh, you can go Perfect. there. It's a way to email me there. If you want to be part of the Telegram group, just let us know. I'll give that information to Nacho. And awesome. if you're interested in uh, you know getting into the rapid response team and learning more about it, you can reach us there. Um, I think I'll leave with this. We need to be prepared, but we need to love God first, yeah. love our country, love our family. Those are the orders. That's what we need to do. And we need to not be afraid to show it. That's the key. Don't hide behind a bushel. We know what that quote is in the Bible. Do not hide your light behind a bushel. 
This is a light. I've had so many people. I wore this last night. Some lady came up and goes, thank you so much for not being afraid to show who you are. I have my patriotic flag jacket on and stuff. Don't be afraid. That's the problem. They want us to live in fear. Yeah. Don't live in fear because they got you if you do. Excellent. Oh, I love that. I love that. Man, you should run for office. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kish. I definitely appreciate that. Uh, we will keep working shoulder to shoulder uh, to keep uh, America great uh, and to make America great. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, everybody. And uh, remember, this is The Nacho Show uh, brought to you by our sponsors. And we will see you next time. If the outro, if, if the outro.